Hola amigos and amigas, day seven, bars closed. One week, seemed like it's a mile marker, but it just seems like day seven, and I suppose it's good news that I have to keep looking back at the tracks to count the days, because I'm already kind of losing them, so that feels good. Highlight of this whole thing right now is I ate an apple. <laughs> I mean, I've actually eaten two now, one last night and one today, and I was as you know, I got started at midnight last night, which was so cool, sliding into home base, and then basically went down to the kitchen. I was hungry, and I'm like looking in there, and there's like sandwich material, and I'm thinking that's what I would normally have made, and then I'm thinking more mindfully about my diet and how I'm gonna sleep at night with a big heavy sandwich on me, and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna eat a sandwich at one something in the morning, so I grab an apple. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I ate a whole apple outside of nibbling things in party plates or something, but never really sat down. And, and I forgot how much I enjoyed it. Now, I warn you, I just watched Into the Wild again, so I might have some of that resonance going on, but boy, did I enjoy that apple. And then I, when I reached in the refrigerator again today, it seemed like a good idea. So now there's apple land going on with potential fruit exploration in my future, which is way cool because I know that's better for my body, and I have always kind of had issues with eating anyway. And actually, in that note, I kind of recognize profoundly how much alcohol has been a food suppressant for me. So I got to unpack that one a little bit later, but for good or for bad. But um, yeah, apple land, and I've been eating well, actually, or eating more all week and having a true appetite, hunger, which I don't really typically have, which is odd, but that's me. What else? Let's see. Uh, this will kind of lead us into actually, I think what I wanted to kind of speak most to tonight was I now have this complete and utter curiosity as to what are the dynamics or the parameters of which allow my dog Tahoe to decide where he is going to take his dump for the day. He sniffs it out and it has to be the exact spot. And I, I wouldn't have known this really. I mean, I thought about it and it's been kind of funny and awkward, but on a walk, you can kind of guess that it's other dogs and all these things. And then he just, you know, has to move the energy around and get himself moving and eventually he'll feel it and that's it. So I've kind of resigned myself to that. But now being up here in the mountains, we can't go out <laughs> at night to go take our evening walks when he has to take a dump. And he's very clear to me. I mean, that's the one thing we understand about each other clearly is when he has to take a shit, I know it, right? So he makes sure I know it. He's very cool most of the other time about he wants attention all the time, but he's not up in your face. But when he has to take a dump, he's up in your face. So I got that going for me that we have that relationship. So we're out there all the time. And But now it's like you can get eaten by wild cats and run into a bear. And I, we just don't need that in our life at the moment. So I've had to figure out this new experiment with kind of going out into the yard and just walking around the yard a little bit for him to go out. And I, I literally use the word poo-poo since he was a kid, so it's kind of funny, so I'm like, go poo-poo, you know, it's ridiculous, I hate to admit it on a microphone, but it's happening. Sometimes I'm pissed about it because it's freezing cold or it's snowing, and it's like, geez, all you have to do is go out and take your dump, that's all we have to get done. But he honestly has a, a smell science where he has to maneuver around all these spots and find it, and he'll even go back and think, well, maybe that's a spot, and then nope, that's not, and then moves on and boom, and then tell, all of a sudden, it's like it just stops on a dime, there's no, Halfway, kind of, he just stops, arches, perfect arch, and bam, makes this thing happen. So that has now become a curiosity, believe it or not. I know I'm never going to find out the solution to it, but it just makes me, it's going to make me wonder forever. But it kind of walks us into what I really am feeling at this moment about my sobriety is, you know, I went to a concert last night at the Wyoming Sheridan College, beautiful venue, 
and you know, it was Future Man, Silverman. Man, the guy's brilliant. So Future Man, Silverman, if you get a chance to go see them, they're well worth the performance. And I realized I hadn't seen a live show in a couple of years now, right? Like, I mean, we kind of forget what we haven't done, even though we talk about it, but I just hadn't really grasped. So being in the presence of live music, incredible performers, great venue, beautiful sound, prime seats, it was really neat. And as I'm sitting there and experiencing the show kind of through my boys and, you know, my oldest boy tucked out halfway and went on about his own way and didn't even bother with it. You know, my youngest was in it as much as I was. And as I'm enjoying the experience, I couldn't help but wander off on, you know, knowing that I have to get back in the evening late now and do a podcast and, you know, just kind of little wandering thoughts as they are in this process. And one of them was that there would have been a concession there and, you know, and I would have given myself permission to drink. I would have certainly drank. Like I would have gotten in and gotten a wine or two, obviously because I think it would have made the performance or my experience better. That's one thing. And then, you know, that there wasn't a concession there. And this is not me craving alcohol. I've craved a drink maybe five times in this process so far, five or six, you know, kind of mm, a drink would be good right now. So I'm not suggesting I've had no cravings, but I haven't had a lot. But the behavior is what I was paying attention to. So I would have definitely drank to make the performance better. And, you know, now that there's nothing there to drink anyway, and I'm not drinking, so I, I'm sitting there and I'm realizing, okay, well, I'm, I don't need to get a drink. I don't need a drink to make it better. I'm here. I'm in the performance. It doesn't get any better than this. Be with it. I wasn't telling myself, but I was just kind of feeling it. And then all of a sudden it was like it did come over me. Like I just enjoyed the concert that much more, almost like a, a 12-year-old who hasn't touched a drink and got to go. I mean, my mom was a music coordinator for the University of Idaho and through these kinds of performances as I was a child. And so I got to experience this exact same kind of culture of, of you know, really top-notch artists in a small town in an unlikely scenario where you're just there and it's killer. And so I just felt 12 again, like I didn't want to go home and go to bed, you know, so here we are. And it was just the most delightful experience. It was just from the first concert again to being totally sober to being totally present is really what it comes down to and in no hurry to do or be anywhere else. And so then that carried into the evening as I came home and kind of went through the process that we went through last night to get the podcast done. And then after the podcast, I felt so relieved and kind of so still that I found myself not, you know, I had plenty of little things I wanted to kind of wrap up at the evening or whatever morning, but I just kind of laid there and stared at my stone walls and the art where they were placed and the books and kind of took inventory and I felt this tremendous stillness. And then in the serendipity of that, the last song of Silverman, uh, you know, Future Man Silverman was this whole like, really what we need most right now and his peace and quiet. That was like their last song of the set, their encore. And so it was just like, Alice, it felt like, you know, nothing is necessarily serendipitous in my world. It's all, you know, it's all sign. <laughs> it makes me make meaning out of just about everything, good or bad. So, you know, all of a sudden I'm sitting there, I'm enjoying the heck out of this experience. I'm still, I'm present, I'm slower. I'm now eating an apple. You know, I'm totally enjoying complete and utter, no permission to drink so I can be that much more of a sober father and just be kind of aware of the weather and what's coming in and just this newfound permission, if you will, from my others. I mean, it's like higher mind, lower mind, maybe. I don't know. I haven't come up with the titles of the duality yet, but this other being, the sober being, gave me permission to just enjoy the quiet. Just chill the fuck out. That's it for tonight. Thanks all.